podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is Lewis Hart for Boxing Social in association with Empire Fight Store. I'm William Hill, delighted today to be joined with Adam Azim. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. Obviously, had the hand injury. But other than that, how's things been, man? How have you been keeping? Yeah, yeah, I've been uh, keeping good, thank you. Uh, it's just like, uh, it's weather now. It's just, you know, get training hard. Uh, keeping fit, keeping uh, fight ready, and uh, you know, not long till I'm out in the ring. Definitely. How sort of frustrating was that sort of getting a fight that got pulled, you know, so close to your fight week? Um, I mean, on the sort of on, on the Monday, um, again it pulled. Obviously, it was something that you observed for a while, but was that sort of a strange thing to deal with? Yeah, it was. Uh, it was really hard for me. I, I put everything into my last camp. Um, I was in uh, amazing shape. I was really focused, and then it was just unfortunate that I had to pull out because of um, you know, my hand. And, you know, these things happen and then everything happens for a reason, right? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. How do you sort of deal with all that sort of frustration, the setbacks? Obviously, you hurt your hand in the last fight. Um, yeah. And obviously, obviously, I think this was, this was a different one, but but still yeah. sort of being being precautionary with it. Um, it must uh, be yeah. sort of worrying, especially when you're sort of young and you're only like, early in your pro career. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's very worrying. Uh, it wasn't, like, necessarily worrying, but this actually came from a punch because it was a hand infection. Uh, actually came from sparring, so... Uh, but you know, I've just got to be more cautious about my hand when I'm training as well. You know, sometimes I put a lot of lot of power into my shots when I'm training. You know, sometimes I've got to ease it back. Um, you know, at the end of the day, I've got to I've got to train smarter, not harder. Um, so um, yeah, it was a good learning curve for me because I learned that I've got to keep my hands safe at all costs. And you know, these things, uh, you get uh, things like this in life. So. Yeah, I was going to say that because I like, do you think obviously it's a negative, but then when you look in the future, it's probably a sort of a more positive thing because yeah. you now learn to sort of how to train and how you probably change your change training a little bit different. I mean, obviously not changing your style, but changing training, changing sort of the training of almost not working too hard in a way, like sort of training a little bit smarter, like especially in this time of your career when you're sort of, I mean, you're experienced now at a couple like sort of, but you still sort of, you're always learning, even though even sort of obstacles get thrown in the way, looking at it in a positive way. Yeah, definitely. I'm always learning. Uh, always learning uh, every day. Uh, it's a it's a good, good thing because obviously, uh, you know, I'm still young. Uh, very, I'm still very young, so I've got a lot of fights, you know, down the line. So obviously, if I miss this one, it's it's not no biggie for me because, uh, you know, I'm still young and I can get more fights anytime I want. So, uh, but for me, uh, it's good that I just had a little bit of rest, get the hand healed, and then back in. So uh, I'm looking forward to the next fight because. You know, I'm absolutely buzzing to get back in the ring and showcase my school and you know get these knockouts back in the back on the back on the line. Yeah, hundred percent. Do you, is it sort of frustrating for you though, in a way where you want to be out there, you want to be fighting, you're someone that's sort of always in the gym, always wanting to keep active, but you can't do that. Is that sort of was that sort of a frustrating thing, especially then? Was it sort of like you were kicking yourself in a way, and it's about rushing it and not not about rushing it and being sort of smart when you get in there. And I said that sort of yeah, same question. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You've got to be smart in uh, in boxing because you know if you if you get carried away and you know I could have gone to that fight, I could have gone into that fight with you know my hand hurting and then obviously I could get the win, but you never know. I could even damage my hand even more. <laughs> uh, so you know I want to go into the fight with you know both hands, uh, you know ready and you know fighting fighting you know with uh, everything I got in the ring. So yeah. 100%. Like, how do you sort of deal with sort of with doubts, especially like talking about your last fight, even though you did hurt your hand? Yeah. People, especially with someone like you who's got so much hype behind them, 
and so much yeah. sort of so much claim. Everyone thinks like sort of you know everyone knows how good you are, and everyone wants everyone has, has such high ambitions for you. Even yeah. a fight like that where you sort of dominated the whole sort of fight, even though you didn't knock him out. People are going to yeah. be saying stuff on social media like, I know you probably don't pay too much attention to it, but is it something yeah. that you just think is just sort of ridiculous you don't really care about it? Uh, do you know what? To be honest, I didn't really care about it. The reason why I didn't care about it because you've got some people that wanted me to go rounds. Oh, has he got a ga- gas tank? Can, can he, is he full fit for 10 to 12 rounds? They know that I can go 10 rounds now. They know that I'm very fit to go any any rounds like 10 or 12 because my, my pace for that fight was you know absolutely high. And from the first round, I was still setting the pace from the same pace from the first round to the loss. So I didn't even gas out or nothing. I, I kept that same pace. And, you know, you got, there's some, you get some people that like, oh, I want him to go rounds. But then afterwards, they're like, oh, I want him to get the knockouts. So, now, for me, I didn't really care because I did what's best for me and I've got the win and I, I put on a dominant performance. So. How important is it now also to sort of be picking boxes, especially you, Shane, and the rest of the team where people are going to sort of, especially now when the levels get higher and higher and it gets more difficult for you, um, you're yeah. going to be wanting sort of different things about, you know, all the stuff about, I know you don't want to sort of, you don't want to be taking too many punches, but all the doubt of, oh, has he got a chin? Or, you know, what's his yeah. cardio like? All these things. Is it important to keep ticking these boxes? Um, do you know what? For me, you know, I, you know, what my, my tint, my, so my chin's going to get tested at yeah. one point. You know, everyone gets hits in boxing. Uh, you know, you know, when you go into boxing, you're gonna, you know, uh, you're gonna have obstacles like, you know, you know, for instance, Floyd Mayweather, right? Yeah, of course. He course, thought yeah. he was invincible, but when he fought Floyd, uh, uh, Shane Mosley, he got he got you know buzzed twice. So, and the the thing the matter is that which how how you can overcome it during the fight. So yeah. you know what I could get you know. You never know. I could get buzzed one day in the ring, and then it, it shows that how I can overcome it. So mm-hmm. you know, and the thing is, you're gonna get tests like these in boxing. But I'm I'm ready for any test, you know, in the future. And I know whether or not that I will never get. I reckon that no one would able to touch me in the ring. So, um, because my my head movement is, is really good. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. Is it? But is it also important, as you said, sort of Mayweather there? Where I'm sure yeah. sort of the reps in the gym that he's had, he's probably seen that sort of that shot from Shane Mosley and all I mean the two shots and the shot from Maidana. He's probably seen that about, you know, so many times already in the gym. And it's about when you sort of do that, how do you sort of cover up? So is it like obviously the train the training aspect of that is, is important that you get your reps in the gym and you sort of like you, you sort of bleed bleed more in training than you bleed less in war, sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. So what what the scenario is that when you get into your training camps, you have your hard sparring sessions you have brutal sparring sessions get as many rounds you can but when you do that when you get into the ring the fight will become easier that's that's how i look at it i train hard in in the, my in the training sessions and gave everything i've got then when i get in the ring it will be easier for me that's that's what my mentality is who sort of gives you the hardest rounds would you say like if i mean you don't have to say if you don't want to but you said you said they're about sort of the hard rounds who do you think gives you i mean you've sort of probably had already hard rounds already sort of spying your brother when you were growing up yeah i had to, i had a lot of hard rounds but you know the most so it was the most like technical round or like kind of hard for me to actually spar him was uh luke campbell yeah. luke campbell was a phenomenal fighter you know he's a world-class fighter and for me to be in the ring with him was an honor and I've done so many rounds with him for that for him. Uh, I was helping him get him ready for the Ryan Garcia fight, but it was it was you know when I was sparring with him, sparring him, 
I was fully switched on. I, I couldn't, I couldn't like switch off because I've got a world class fighter in front of me, and you know Luke Campbell is a, you know unbelievable fighter. Hundred percent. Well, we saw on the weekend that you entered the top ten of the WBA. Um, you have yeah. big ambitions in in this game of you know not only just being the top ten in the world, you want to be number one. But initially, yeah. how good is that feeling to sort of firstly break into the world rankings? Yeah, definitely, it's a it's a it's a big big. Uh, you know, like it's, it's an honor for me to be in the top ten, and for me, for me is that I'm 20 years old. I'm already in the top ten. Shows that, you know, my ambitions are high to become world champion. And it's I'm not even far off Ryan Garcia either because he's number six. So like I'm 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 gonna be going down the rankings quite a lot, and you know, hopefully have my chance one day. Is it important also where you, you just mentioned a name like Ryan Garcia and, you know, your name gets mentioned with so many other fighters, but is it also the importance of having time where, I know you're in the top 10 already, but as you said, yeah. you're only 20, so it's important about sort of taking your time as well and, and not rushing things. Yeah, definitely. It's, no, it's about the amount of time of just me taking the time, not rushing things, uh, getting the right type of fights at the right time. And, you know, um, I've got these two fights. I've got this probably Ukrainian I'm going to fight again. Yeah. Uh because obviously the first one didn't go on because of my hand. So hopefully I'll fight him and then hopefully got more ambition, ambitions to get, you know, closer to the Volta. Definitely. And obviously a fight that's happening in, in the WBA at the very top level, someone from the British side, um, obviously Riley Romero's fighting O'Hara Davies. Do you yeah. sort of keep, I know you probably want to go down the WBA route, but do you sort of keep one eye on fights like that where you think domestically it's such a good division one for you and having sort of potential champion there, even another champion in Jack Catterall in the future must be good motivation for you? Yeah, it's a stacked division. Um, obviously you've got Horry Davis is going to be fighting uh, Rowley and I've got high hopes that Horry Davis would uh, definitely beat uh, Rowley um, yeah. I don't think Rowley has the skills uh, to beat Horror. Uh, Horror is very skillful and I think he'll he'll actually dominate Rowley quite easy and uh, yeah you've got Jack Catchell obviously he, I think I've heard rumours that he might be fighting Lenores yeah, uh, right, yeah. yeah so that, that would be a good uh, little, uh, little fight for him so you no know, good name, uh, but obviously he's coming on the, you know, decline. So um, yeah, I think Catchall could be quite easy as well. Definitely. Well, Adam, just want to say thank you for taking the time to speak to me. I, I really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, all the best at like the Hand Hills up well. Uh, thank you so much. Sports Social Podcast Network.